name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm in Putnam, Connecticut. Hey everyone, my name is Hamad Zaidi, and I'm in Redondo Beach, California, where it is starting to get more warm, warmer, which is a good thing. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yep. Today, I want to talk about a really interesting learning experience that I had in Chicago back in 1998, mm. which made me reassess how lucky I am in life because of what happened. Okay. Can I jump into it? Yeah. A couple podcasts ago, you and I spoke about me and my buddy Steve, not Steve Gardner that you know, but Steve Montal that I went to UCLA with, mm. right? He and I were on a panel in Sydney. Remember that one that we did? Oh, yeah. Yep. Where that, where that married couple started uh, calling me out for yeah. some of the things I was saying about how doctors have to go to medical school to be doctors and lawyers have to pass a bar to be lawyers, but anyone that can raise any amount of money can call themselves a filmmaker. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So we did a seminar in Sydney right before we were invited on the panel. Okay. And the seminar got like 140 people to buy tickets to hear us talk. Mm. So we thought, man, this is an easy business. Let's go back to America and start doing this. Like put on weekend seminars for people to get into the film industry. Yeah. We did our first one in Kansas City that I'd love to share with you um, at a later date because that's a really funny one. <laughs> it's a It's a very interesting one. But then... The next weekend, we did one in Chicago. Okay. Right? And we thought these were both going to be as successful as the one in Sydney was, because the Sydney one was just awesome. Right? And let me tell you, I don't like lying to our our listening base. Let me just tell you. Mm. Kansas City's and Chicago's both failed mightily. (laughs) Like, a lot. Huge failure. We bought radio ads. We bought, you know, we we rented out a conference room in the Marriott in Chicago, Mm. and we rented out another conference room in, I forget the hotel, I think the Holiday Inn in Kansas City. Yeah. We lost our shirt. I mean, we lost a lot. We probably lost $35,000 in in like an eight-day period, right? So everything that we made in Sydney was gone. Wow. Right. Right. So... Chicago was the week after Kansas City, so I was already in a bad mood because the Kansas City one totally failed. And, you know, for having 140 people in Sydney, I think we had 13 or 14 paid people in Kansas City. Oh, man. And I think we had like 25 paid or 30 paid people in Chicago. But we needed 80 or 90 people to break even, so we were just like, screwed, totally. Yeah, yeah. Right? Here's the point of the story. I get to Chicago. It's cold. It's rainy. We get to the Marriott, I think on Michigan Avenue, which is a great, beautiful Marriott in that area. And I'm just not in a good mood. Now, I'm always nice to everyone, but I'm thinking I'm about to go do a two-day seminar knowing that I'm losing money every minute that I'm Mm, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know you're screwed. And you still have to put it on for people because they paid, right? Right before the seminar, man, what happens? 200 people join the seminar. I would love for that to be true, (laughs) but it is not. And I did lose my shirt on it. 
But I'll tell you what did happen. A woman, a very nice woman walks up to me and she points to another very nice woman who had a very young boy in a wheelchair. Mm. And he was about 10 or 11 years old. Right? Yeah. And what does she say? She comes over to me and she goes, excuse me. We know that your seminar costs whatever it cost back then, a hundred bucks, ninety nine bucks, whatever it was, right? Yeah. She goes, We know it costs that. And we're prepared to pay you. However, the young man in the wheelchair over there, right? We're from the Make a Wish Foundation. He's dying. Oh man. Right? The second she said that, I'm like, it's totally free. And she's like, really? And I said, absolutely. It is totally, totally free. And why don't you wheel his wheelchair right up to the front row? Right? And she goes, really? No, we can sit in the back. It's fine. I said, no, no, no. You two that are with him, you sit in the front row. Uh, give me his name. And I, I honestly don't remember his name. I think it was David, but I don't remember. Yeah. Right? And... I forget what he had, but I'm not going to discuss his medical condition anyway. But he was dying, and it wasn't something that was going to turn around. Mm. All he wanted to do is be a film producer. Mm. That's it, right? So they wheel him up to me, and I got to tell you, man, to this day, I still think it's one of the best seminars that Steve and I ever did because I was on it every minute. I wanted it to be the best presentation I have ever done because mm. I sat there and thought to myself, this nine or 10 year old is dying. He won't last to see his 11th birthday. Yet he wants to give us two days of his time because his dream is to produce movies mm. and he wants to learn the tools of the dream, even though realistically he knows he can't have the dream. And man, John, it just Johnson, it just grounded me, man. It just made me think, Hamad, if your left hand worked better, I'd punch yourself. I'd punch <laughs> myself. Right? Like you're complaining about, of course, losing money is hard, and it really put me into a tumble for a while. Mm. But you know what? Losing money is nothing compared to dying. Right. You know. Yeah. And it just reinvigorated me completely and made me think, you know what? I've got to put on a great one. Me and Steve have to put on a great weekend for this kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it was amazing. And you know what? I would have paid to see the smile on his face. Like if somebody told me you can forget about me being up there with Steve doing the seminar. If somebody told me you can put a smile on a kid's face who's not going to see his next birthday. I would have paid a lot for that. Mm. And I and I feel like I was given the gift that he chose to give me two of his remaining days. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. It's just really amazing. It made it just every now and then I think the universe does that to me. You know, they pull the rug out from under me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just to remind me that I've got it pretty damn good. And I need to like understand how well i have it you know it probably you know? Ha probably having him there also kind of gave you the fire that you probably needed to 
to give a good seminar, even though there's only 13 or whatever people there, you know? Yeah, totally. Because if he wasn't there, you might have just been like, ah, here's how to write your stupid screenplay. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't right, be an idiot. Right. And, you know, like you're, you'd have a bad attitude while you're doing it, you know? Yeah, and the funny thing is, I really wanted to cancel. I think it was 32 or 33 people in Chicago, but I wanted to cancel. It was 13 in Kansas City the week before. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But I wanted to cancel the whole weekend and just give everybody their money back. But then I'd already paid for the room at Marriott. You know, not the, my room, but I mean the conference room. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't giving me money back. Right, They're yeah. like, dude, you paid for it, right? And I bought radio ads. So... You know, I was kind of stuck doing it anyway, but just an amazing, amazing moment. Just a crazy moment because it really made me reassess why I do what I do, you know? Mm. And, and I think I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on a podcast, but I think, no, I have. I have. I think I'm on this earth to encourage and inspire others to chase their dreams. That's why I think I'm here. Mm. You know, I don't think I'm here to make money. I don't think I'm here to, you know, build businesses. Although both of those are really fun, enriching things to do. Yeah. Right. I really think I'm here to just remind people that dreams are something that they should chase. And like I said, in the very first one we did, 102 or 103 podcasts ago. Yeah. Right. I'm five foot four with a slight disability, a slight limp of Pakistani birth. And I grew up in Kansas. If I can have the life I have, everybody out there can do anything they want. Mm. You know? Yeah. And the bottom line is in any situation, if you just never give up, you'll wind up winning because most people will eventually say, I'm tired of him coming back. We might as well let him in <laughs> yeah. or, right. Yeah. Or, you know, if you try something 19,000 times, it's going to hit at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, it's interesting. Have you had a moment like that where you, uh, where you were in a, a weird mood and then somebody said something that just reminded you hmm. of what's really valuable in life. Man. You know? Man, nothing's jumping nothing's jumping out at me. Um It's it's really wild. You know, like, you know, some days I I uh not much, but once or twice a year, I'm like, you know, if if my left side were stronger. I could, you know, be better at this, or I could be better at this, or I could be better at this, right? Yeah. And then I see somebody like that 10-year-old in Chicago, and I'm thinking, my God, I'm blessed with every flaw that I currently have. I'm Mm. completely blessed, and I'm not complaining anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because you never know, right? No, not at all. You know, it's, it's, it's really crazy. And... You know, last night, my friend Barry, when we were at the uh, the Lakers game, yeah. After the game, we were at Seven Eleven, and and there's a homeless woman outside, and Barry bought her a drink and food. Mm. Right, he bought her like a banana, some some hot wings, and a drink. 
right? Yeah. And it's interesting. He said to him, it's more important for him to actually buy them food and drink as opposed to giving them a dollar. Yeah. Right? But it, it's interesting. It's it's funny to me that when he gave his brown bag to her that had the, the you know, the hot wings and the drink and the banana in it, just to look on her face, that she's just so blown away, right? Just blown away. Because even last night I was thinking, how hard must it be sitting outside of a 7-Eleven homeless in the middle of L.A. just asking everyone that walks in if they have spare change. Mm. You know? Yeah. The, not, the, not the most fun thing to do, right? Yeah, no, I mean, one time we, we, um, my wife and I were in Worcester and there was a homeless guy and he had like a sign. He was like, it was like, you know, will work for food or, you know, something like that, need food or something along those lines. And he was in front of a... I don't know if you have any of these sub shops out there, Quiznos. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I love Quiznos, actually. Yeah, so I like them a lot. They're the ones that actually, yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah, so we got him, like, a sub with a bottle of water and, like, a bag of chips, and we handed it to him. He just he took it from us, literally put it all down on the ground, and lifted his sign back up. We're like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't think you're that hungry, man. <laughs> you know, like, it, it was weird that he reacted that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just triggered a thought, but I'll do it at a later podcast. Mm. You triggered a t- thought of a, a homeless woman that I knew in Santa Monica for a while. Mm. Yeah, that's another one. That's a good yeah, one. But, we'll do that one soon. But, but anyway, um, yeah, it just the whole experience with this young boy in Chicago that came to our seminar just reminded me, man, what's important. Yeah. You know, it also reminded me to cherish every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Because back then I was single, and it was before I even knew Shahina. Mm. But um, now, I mean, you have five kids. I've got twins. Cherish every day. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. No. Right? I mean, it could change. I'm sure the first six months of my life, my parents are like, we've got this healthy kid. Everything's great. Right. 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 And then and then they have a reasonably healthy kid with a slight disability instead of a totally healthy kid. Right. Right. So little did they know that that was not the worst part. The worst part is that I'm just a little nutty. (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to walk around in my tiny frame and tell the world that I was going to someday write and make movies and own teams and blah, 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 right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, so I really wanted to share the, the Make-A-Wish story because I think it's an important moment that, that helped me reassess what was important to me. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely a good, uh, a good uh, not, not necessarily a wake-up call, but definitely something that, to ponder when you're faced with things like that, you know? So that, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so if you guys, you know, again, we've been talking about the Lonely Seal Film Festival. So check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. Um, you can also check us out on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, all those other uh, podcatching apps uh, with on, on Android. Uh, you know, and again, back to the Lonely Seal Film Festival. Uh, we're accepting feature films, documentaries, web series, short films. And, uh, you know, we'll also have a screenwriting play. So check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. 
And we're actually giving away $170,000 in in-kind prizes. So, $170,000 in in-kind prizes is the minimum that we're giving away. We're right. still going after national sponsors, and that number could rise. Exactly. So right? one, one last time, LonelySealFilmFestival.com. Yep, and if you want to actually apply, you can also just go to filmfreeway.com and search for Lonely Steel, or you can just go to lonelysealfilmfestival.com and click on the Film Freeway button, whichever yeah. one you prefer. Yeah. And if you want to reach us, info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9.com. If you're a filmmaker or a screenwriter who wants to apply to our festival, uh, email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com and tell us that you heard about it here, and I will email you back a discount code to apply. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.